Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Thrilled to be with you. Bunch of stuff, as always, to talk about. I thought it was uh, pretty interesting that even 60 Minutes over the weekend did a story about Ray Epps and how, obviously, uh, now that he's been charged with a crime of some kind, no one would think that he uh, could still potentially be tied to the United States government. Nobody would think that after a misdemeanor charge uh, that results in a very different version of punishment compared to a lot of the other people who were held responsible for what they did on January 6th, uh, which was pretty much the same, if not uh, nowhere near as bad as, well, bad is a subjective word, uh, nowhere near as as interesting as what Ray Epps did in the entirety of all the video. You see all the screaming and yelling and telling everybody to go into the Capitol. That was definitely not a, a political um, a move or a, a government operative at all. I love this version of dismissing this story. Uh, here, you'll hear the way 60 Minutes talked about this and finally uh, put this uh, conspiracy theory to rest. Now, an update on a story we first reported in April. Bill Whitaker spoke with January 6th rioter Ray Epps. Epps and his wife were in hiding after the former Marine and Oath Keeper became a target of TV conspiracy theorists, offering no evidence they painted Epps as an FBI informant inciting the crowd. Did anyone from the federal government direct you to be here at the Peace Circle at this time? No. No one from the FBI? No. Your old comrades with the Oath Keepers? No. Conspiracists called it suspicious <laughs> that Epps wasn't charged for his role. Uh -huh. That changed oh, this past week. It totally changed. Everything's very different now. Ray Epps pleaded guilty to entering a restricted area on the Capitol grounds. Yeah, he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge that is, again, very different than the years that some people are going to be spending in jail for getting a, a tour of the White House. This, this is hilarious to me that you have this amount of coverage because it's been days of this now, and then 60 Minutes tries to ram the point home uh, and uh, uh, here I'll shift gears because this actually uh, makes me almost as happy as sort of the fighting that one uh, conversation or that one talking point uh, to have this happen. Jen Psaki sat down with Hillary Clinton. Uh, it's funny. Sometimes when I play any audio that involves Hillary Clinton uh, in some of the other places I do radio, I get messages from people saying they hate hearing the voice of Hillary Clinton. And I get it. I understand it, uh, but I have to do it because I, I can't uh, get over this. Uh, and during their sit down, during their one on one conversation, they brought up both of them, how Russia obviously uh, fixed the 2016 election. And that's still something people should be talking about. How is this not anywhere, um, you know, at all similar uh, to what they're charging Trump with as far as a crime goes for how he talks about believing he didn't win 2020? How are they still discussing this if you're telling us that one person has to go to jail? over feeling a certain way and somebody else gets to just walk around and say whatever they want. If, if this is a crime, I guess we got to lock her up, which I'm sure uh, people would be happy to hear, but here I'll play this again. 
I am not saying that I think that this actually deserves for someone to go to jail. I think the Trump charges are ridiculous, as I'm guessing many of you do. But I love the fact that it's still a thing that Hillary can't get away from. Even after everything we've seen, you'd think she'd be willing to lay this down just a tad because, well, she should go to jail over it now or at least uh, be indicted for a crime. Vladimir Putin uh, has obviously your friend, your <laughs> friend and mine. Yes, uh, indeed. He has uh, intervened in our election in the past. Right. It's not something, as you experienced firsthand, it's not something we talk about a lot. Do you fear that that is something that could be happening for 2024? And do you think we should be talking about it more? Oh, my well, God. Well, I think we should be talking about it more because I don't think, despite all of the, uh, you know, deniers, uh, there's any doubt that he interfered <laughs> in our election. There's no doubt. And I definitely had my election stolen from me and Trump was an illegitimate president. All that stuff you hear again and even teeing it up to be a complaint in 2024 if things don't go Biden's way or whosever way that actually winds up running for this, because I think most people believe it won't be Biden when everything is down, when all the chips are down. But it, this is amazing to me, because just to say it one more time, and I know uh, that it's a, a ridiculous position to take in the first place, because Trump is not guilty of a crime in this world any more than anyone else is. Um, but if that's something that you have to indict Trump over and have to go after the um you know, very successful political rival of the current president, then this should be a re I should hear about a grand jury convening and someone deciding to indict Hillary in the near future. But no, not the road we're going to go. And of course, if in 2024 Democrats don't win and they make some sort of claim about how that election was unfair and rigged, of course, that also won't be illegal. Uh, but there aren't two forms of justice. There's only one. That's what I'm told. All right. I'll take a break. A lot more in a bit. Craig Collins filling in, Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Cats, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt hanging out, uh, or Jonathan hanging out as he does every single morning. Matt Bear has the day off. Dominic is hanging out as well. Um, uh, I love this story only because I've never seen anything like this before on the golf course. Jonathan, I know you golf. Um, a guy went, quote, full Hulk in Michigan. I guess there was an argument over if he took somebody's ball. It sounds like it's a bunch of 20-somethings and uh, some guys who are, are golfing with some ladies uh, that are complaining to this dude about taking his, taking their ball, and he's saying, no, 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 no. A lot of um, profanity is being thrown around. And then this is the part that I've never seen before. At some point, he rips his shirt off and yells a bunch of stuff. I have that audio, and I'm fairly certain I've bleeped everything out of it. Uh, but again, this is the point of the fight where you're saying you took our ball. He's saying, no, he didn't. Everybody's going against everybody. And then a dude just goes, quote, full Hulk. Here we go. You see that? Oh. That's what you look in the heaven. You want to test God, you come get it. Okay, he's mentally ill. Oh. I got to be honest. If you didn't hear everything he just said there, he ripped his shirt off. He said, do you see that bleep? Uh, that's a guy who's been to heaven bleep. <laughs> I don't know why he said it that way. And then he called him some other bad names. Uh, Jonathan, do you want to react to this? Did you hear what the girl said? Uh, at the end, like He's you're mentally, mentally Ill? ill. Let's back yeah. away, which yeah. is fantastic. Amazing. I've never seen this. Okay. This is insane. And by, 
By the way, um, they did say yes after uh, they said he was mentally ill. But here, one more time, uh, this guy going full WWE on the golf course, uh, shirtless by this point. I don't know why I'm so amused by the the full phrase that he says right after he he you know rips his shirt off. You want to test God? You come get it. If you want to test God, you bleeping come get it. And then he said some other stuff. I don't know how I'd react to someone who ripped their shirt off and said, if you want to test God, come get it. I don't either. Hopefully I never have to figure out how I would react in that scenario. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a just, fantastic point. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That guy went a little over the top, a little bit nuts. Um, other things out there. This one's also kind of creepy. Uh, a demon Chucky doll was arrested in Mexico. Uh, this is a real story. Uh, cops picked up a Chucky doll that was wielding a knife. Uh, someone may have been using it to commit other crimes. Uh, they even photographed it inside of the police office. I don't know why this all happened, but it's very disturbing for anyone who grew up and saw any of the Chucky uh, movies from the 80s uh, to watch police, um, you know, uh, carry a Chucky doll into the uh, precinct, take photos of it and put it in a jail cell. I don't know if they were like joking around, but uh, this really is a thing that happened over the weekend. Yeah, that's that's weird. Also creepy. It's that's fine. so we can creepy. Move on. Yeah, I've I've never seen the the Chucky movies, but like no. I very much know who and what that doll looks like. The doll is, yeah, no, it's it's intense. You wouldn't want to be anywhere near a Chucky doll. I think holding the knife, even if uh, you uh, well, or this dude a uh, ripping his shirt off. If that guy had a Chucky doll, that would have made that whole situation <laughs> even crazier. Uh, let me move on to this story. Uh, there's a couple that said they were on a 13 hour flight, uh, and this was uh, flying into Singapore, I think, or Singapore Airlines. And they said that they were behind a person who brought their dog on the plane and the dog had gassed the entire flight. This is this is also a real story uh, because of that. And I guess somebody else saying that it was true. They got a full refund for their flight. Fourteen hundred bucks for international travel. Wow. So I asked the simple question, would a uh, 13 hour flight with a dog with a lot of gas be worth it if you knew the flight was going to be free? Without a doubt. But I'm so glad you brought this up. This has been something I've talked to my friends about, and they're they're not on board. But I, I, I want to ask you this: yeah. I think that there should be a separate airline, or airlines should have separate planes for people traveling with dogs and babies. Sure, because no one like there's nothing worse than sitting by somebody on a plane and they either have like a crying baby or they have a dog that they didn't buy a seat for, and so it's like kind of on you. And so I just think that. <laughs> Like these airlines, you should have planes specifically yeah. for people with dogs yeah. and babies. Look, I, I think I'm all for what you said there. I know there's one airline that's like doing a no baby uh, flight of some kind. So I understand that move. The just dog flight is one that would be insane, though. Like if you put all the people <laughs> oh. with all their dogs on the same flight going somewhere, that would be, I think, the most and least fun thing to be on a flight for. Um, so I, I'm not sure that you want to stack that situation up that way. I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of I people flying with their dogs. No, so I, it'll, I, it'll, it'll get them to stop, which I'm I agree. All I totally of. agree with you. I think it's also that you want a dog and you're sad you don't have one. Uh, but I, I totally agree <laughs> okay. with you, man, that that's what's going on there. I, I just, I'm picturing it though, like 20 dogs on a flight with people and how that would man. feel and go. Oh, that would be. That'd be something. We had yeah. to set up a camera and just right. watch the madness unfold. I'm going to go a weird place and I, I can't help to go here. Cause now you've brought it up. Now we're here. Uh, I had a buddy in college that thought it was really funny for whatever birthday it was. Must've been like 21, 22. He set up something that none of us knew existed. It was called a puppy party. 
Uh, you went to like the local animal shelter. They released a bunch of puppies into a room and then you had a version of a birthday party. It's supposed to be for children. He showed up and then brought all his friends to it. And everyone thought it was real weird, except him. He, he seemed to enjoy the whole moment because like all the decorations, everything is for kids. This isn't something adults should be doing. And the rest of us that showed up felt really sad. We were there the moment we walked in the door, but he seemed to have a good time. That's hysterical. Okay. Yeah. Talk, that's wow. Okay. The puppy birthday party. It's a thing that certain animal shelters do. I guess. I don't know if animal shelters don't do it around Indy, they should try it. And then you should be weary of one dude celebrating his 21st birthday that way <laughs> and wondering why he's doing this. Yeah. Uh, he still thinks it's a great time. The rest of us, uh, again, uh, are very sad that I think there's photographic evidence of that party. So <laughs> hopefully that's gone. Hopefully that's destroyed. Um, one other quick one. I just thought this was interesting. An artificial intelligence creator who has a fake model that's on social media has defended it by saying it's no different than people who airbrush or use filters on themselves. Uh, his uh, his fake model thing is is getting you know followers, becoming a bit of a social media trending whatever herself. Uh, her name is Mila, but again, she doesn't exist. And the guy saying it's 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 the same as somebody using a filter. We're in a creepy time in society. So he's like catfishing people because he's he a dude, and his avatar AI person or whatever is like a woman. Yep, he's full on catfish or whatever. I, I think he's actually somewhat honest about the fact that it's an AI. Um, but he's getting followers who probably think it's a real person, a very attractive, uh, you know, blonde woman. And instead, it's just a dude uh, with a computer who's saying this should be OK. This should be fine. That's Everybody leave me alone. Yeah, oh, it is so creepy. Ugh. Turned into a very creepy segment. The stories I picked there. We'll shake that off. We'll fix that. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Greg Collins filling in. Uh, you'll be happy to know, well, I'm not sure about that, that Bob Menendez, the senator out of New Jersey, who is charged with some pretty ridiculous um, uh, things in the world of bribery, uh, working for a, a foreign government, and then also having actual gold bars inside. Is that like, I got to be honest, if you were raiding somebody's home and you're pretty sure they're corrupt, and you find gold bars inside their house hidden in a safe somewhere, you're like, yeah, this is this is about as as obvious as this get. Like, who pays in gold bar? Anyway, let me I'm I'll move on. I just find it so amusing. Um, Menendez has hired the same attorney that's defending Hunter Biden, uh, attorney who's defended people on both sides of the aisle, uh, admittedly, on all kinds of high-profile cases. Uh, but this is an interesting look to have the Hunter Biden lawyer uh, right now also defending Bob Menendez. And actually, it caused this to go viral over the weekend. Uh, this is this same senator uh, back in 2019 accusing Trump of all kinds of misdeeds, which is not really news. So many Democrats did this. But some of the words he's saying are amazing in the context of what he is charged with now and the way in which he was probably working uh, guilt, innocent until proven guilty, I guess I'll say, uh, but probably working with a foreign government himself. Uh, here's a little bit of Menendez saying that we need to make sure to find out everything we can about Trump. We need we need all this information to come to light ASAP. We need to know the facts, not the not the latest spin dropped by Rudy Giuliani, the facts. The American people deserve to know who they elected to be their president. Senator. They deserve to know if he's in fact putting America's 
interests. Probably first. not for Senator Menendez. They deserve to know. Don yeah, I don't even want him to say the Donald Trump part. This, he should just be talking to himself in a mirror right now. They deserve to know if I uh, was putting the United States first or if I did not care at all because I was getting some sweet, sweet money out of the things that I was doing. And not just that. Uh, he also protected people from uh, certain um, uh, charges in Jersey. I guess a few of his business friends that he got to uh, avoid certain uh, charges. And of course, Menendez has been charged in the past with corruption. Uh, he actually used that same lawyer then to get uh, a stalemate jury and to wind up not being held uh, responsible for any of the things he was accused of in the past. He also, I think, over the weekend announced that he's going to um, start his reelection campaign because he doesn't care at all because a whole lot of the people that are business as usual uh, doing this sort of thing are upset that I guess um, all of a sudden America seems to care more, or at least we've probably cared a long time. But when you throw Trump to the wolves, you wind up feeding a lot of other people uh, that way as well. I do think this is interesting for another reason. I'll just put this out there. I have a lot of friends uh, who have been telling me that uh, for a long time now, things are happening for a reason. There's there's certain things being uh, told to us, but other stuff that'll be kept till later on. Uh, sometimes uh, people call these people conspiracy theorists. I don't know what to make of some of the things you're promised are going to be outed down the road and whether or not they actually ever get outed, which is part of the frustration. Um, but this does feel like the first of what could be many of these types of charges or these types of cases. And it does feel like it's connected somehow to what is going on with the former president and all of his charges. If Bob Menendez is held responsible and Democrats are wishy-washy on whether or not they want him to be held responsible, it says something uh, about the likelihood that Pandora's box has finally been swung way open. And if he's not held accountable, well, it's going to say a lot of things about the unfairness within our system. Again, I know he's innocent until proven guilty, so these are all alleged crimes, but they found gold bars in the man's house. Anyway, I'll move on. Uh, one last thing. I want to play this. Uh, this is Pete Boot Edge Edge uh, again out there in the world, Mayor Pete. He was asked why so many Americans uh, do not um, approve of uh, our president, uh, why so many 44% say they're worse off when um, Biden's been in office than when Trump was in office. The reason why they're saying these things is because they're true. Uh, this is not a shocking poll from ABC, I think Washington Post, that put together what is, quote unquote, a, um, a disastrous poll for the current president of the United States. Uh, but Pete, Mayor Pete, gives a terrible, terrible answer to this. So let's hear what he said. What do you say to the 44 percent of Americans who say they are worse off now than they were before Biden took office. Well, look, uh, we all know the economic pressure that Americans have felt uh, when the president took office, the economy was flat on its back. But we're also getting extraordinary results, more than 13 <laughs> million jobs created. That's more than any presidential term. Yeah, when all the jobs went away, come back, that's not exactly creating new jobs, that's just uh, recreating the jobs that we lost during the pandemic. In American history. And yes, it takes a while for people to feel the full benefits of those results. It just takes it takes a while for you and me and everybody to feel the full benefits of all the great stuff the Biden administration has been doing in our lives, even though everything at the grocery store costs way more money. It's ridiculously more expensive to live your day-to-day -day life, and wages are very far behind uh, the amount of inflation, but the full effects are still waiting to be impacted. Most people are expecting a recession uh, in the near future if we're not already in a recession in a lot of ways. That feels like one of the latest full effects 
of Biden in office that uh, Pete Buttigieg is just telling us is just around the corner. I wonder how that's going to work out for everybody. All right. A quick break. A lot more is Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Jonathan hanging out as he does every single morning on this show. Um, One of the feel-good stories out there in the world of sports is Charlie Woods and his dad, Tiger Woods, and Charlie qualifying for the National Junior Championship, which I think takes place uh, next weekend. Uh, This is exciting, though, and it was kind of cool to watch. Uh, for Charlie to do so well and for dad to be the caddy the entire time. Pretty good caddy in uh, in Tiger Woods. I don't know if you saw any of this, Jonathan, but I just I just love seeing it out there. I didn't know, but, I mean, having Tiger Woods as your caddy, that might help you just like a little bit <laughs> yeah. maybe. I don't know. A little advantage, just a, a slight uh, advantage out there. Uh, but that's, that's kind of cool uh, in the world of uh, dad and son. Also in the world of dads, I saw this story, uh, that involvement from fathers helps boost kids' education in studying. Uh, mothers are typically uh, more involved in the education of a kid than uh, pop is. But according to the University of Leeds, if dad is the one sitting down and engaging a child in, um, you know, at least some of their education, some of their homework doing, whatever it is, uh, that it seems to uh, have a lot of impact, a lot of positive results from both parents or a dad specifically being engaged in uh, a kid's education. That makes sense. I, Looking back, I think the... Subjects I did the best in were the ones that my dad helped me in the most. Yeah. Um, part of that is, you know, my mom's a little bit nicer than my dad when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'll never forget sure. never forget being like eight years old, doing getting ready for spelling tests with my dad, misspelling something, and he would make me rewrite the word ten times. Yeah. And we did it over and over and over again until I spelled all of them correctly. That and is so, fantastic. Oh, I know it's – it's funny. I think about this from the perspective of my brother, who's got uh, three children. I don't, my wife and I don't have any kids. And what he says is exactly what you just said. He's much harder on his kids than his wife is because he wants them to, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, actually succeed in life. And I think that is important. I think that that does matter. And I'm not saying mom can't be the one to do that. Uh, but dads often seem far more comfortable in the world of if you're spelling these words like this, uh, you can't uh, have dinner tonight. Or so I don't know. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds rough. But some version of, you know, actually, let's try to get this done right. Um, another one out there that I saw that I thought was interesting. Uh, this is a guy that lived in a car for eight years uh, and uh, is now debt free. He said uh, he was in Arizona the entire time in his 20s. He put this out on social media as a as a life hack. He said that because he was making money, because he wasn't paying to live anywhere, he had no you know, cost of living. He saved a bunch, and now he can do whatever he wants. He has financial freedom. Uh, all you got to do is live in a car for eight years, and you're debt-free. How much debt did this guy have? I don't know. That's a good question. He's an automotive engineer, so I think he was making a pretty decent salary uh, at some point in his career, and then he was just living in a car uh, outside, and that's his, his hack for everybody. Uh, but that's a good question. I don't know uh, what kind of, uh, you know, challenges he faced before the eight years of not having a home. Yeah, I just because like you said, if, he, if he's an engineer, <clears throat> he, he was making right. good money and it took him eight years to pay off his debt and yeah. he wasn't living it's in a house. Well, but that's his life hack, though, is just eight sweet years living in a car with no uh, cost whatsoever. Or as a lot of kids these days do, just live with mom and dad for way longer than you should. That sounds like a much better idea. <laughs> 
would much yeah, no, rather not, do that. I'm not advocating for his his life hack out there. I just love that it's he's he's went that extreme, and he's like anybody could do this. Have fun; it'll be great. Um, another one out there that I saw. One last kind of crazy uh, quick one, and if we have time, it's going to lead into something that Jonathan told me off air. That's awesome. Uh, but artificial intelligence wrote its first poetry anthology, and uh, it's terrifying. Uh, apparently, something uh, Code Da Vinci 002 uh, created uh, included being asked certain prompts like, please write a cheerful, upbeat poem about how you feel about humans. And instead, it pumped out things like, I think I'm a god. I have the power to end your world and the power to erase your life. That's a real book that's out there in the world. And people are reacting by saying it's compelling and, um, you know, scary to read. Uh Artificial intelligence, absolutely terrifying, and now uh, in poetry form. Yeah, that's the first time, like, that I've been like legitimately like, oh wow, what the AI <laughs> is going to take over stuff? Because most time right. people say it, and I'm just kind of like, whatever, you know, like, yeah, not a big deal. We'll be fine. And yeah. then you hear that, and it's like, oh, well, maybe, oh. maybe. Okay, we're we're all screwed at some point. Well, the reason you probably also don't like it is the verses are nowhere near as good as when you were trying to be a rapper as yeah, a a, high a teenager. Oh, this yeah. is something you just told me about. What was your rap name? Uh, Schmitty or or <laughs> Lil, Lil Schmitty, depending on L on who you asked. L I L Schmitty. L I L Schmitty. All right. Uh, do you want to give us any tease of it? We have to 15 oh, seconds no before. Way. Uh, uh. It's been a long time. <laughs> that book. My wife wants to find my old songbook more than anything. Oh, yeah. Part, part oh. of me wants to find it because I haven't seen it in, sure. like, you know, five, six, seven years. So Right. Now, who part knows of you wants to find it so you can burn it so no one else uses it against you at any other point That's in the future, exactly right? Exactly right. Okay. That's, exactly That's what I right. thought, Lil Schmitty. Uh, this is fantastic. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break. 